This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 380, Parental Alienation and the Fight for Children's Hearts and Minds, by Dr. Jennifer Harmon with Loves.com. And I'm your personal narrator, Joss Marie. Hello, and welcome to my show. Today, I'll be narrating a post from guest author Dr. Jennifer Harmon with Loves, all about the complexities of parental alienation. And while this is a sticky topic, it's one that needs to be talked about because it occurs more than most of us may realize. So let's get into it and start optimizing your life. Parental Alienation and the Fight for Children's Hearts and Minds by Dr. Jennifer Harmon with Loves.com Parental alienation involves one parent spoiling the relationship between a child and the other parent in the absence of actual abuse or neglect. In both my personal and professional lives, I have seen many parents actively turn their children against the other parent in an effort to keep them, the child, close and to undermine their child's loving bond with the other parent. Although research has demonstrated that parental alienation has very negative effects on children, such as depression, substance abuse, and conduct disorders, few researchers have examined empirically how exactly parents engage in this alienation behavior. The majority of research on this topic has surveyed young adults, such as children who report having been alienated from one parent by another. Alienating strategies include badmouthing or denigrating the other parent in front of the child or within earshot, limiting the child's contact with the other parent, trying to erase the other parent from the child's mind, for instance, withholding pictures of the child with the other parent, creating and perpetuating a belief the other parent is dangerous when there is no evidence of actual danger, forcing the child to reject the other parent, and making the child feel guilty if he or she talks about enjoying time with the other parent. The impact of these behaviors on children is devastating, but it also often has the opposite intended effect. Parents who denigrate the other parent are actually less close with their children than those who do not. Children who are caught in the middle of alienating behavior have a different perspective than the parents, so work that focuses on the alienated parents provides a more thorough view of this unfortunate family dynamic. For example, in a survey of parents who are targets of alienation, Baker and Darnell found that targeted parents reported that alienators interfered with parenting time, for instance, scheduled appointments or frequently called during the other parent's parenting time, interfered with contact with the children, for instance, intercepted phone messages or email, interfered with symbolic contact like gift giving, for instance, threw away gifts or sent them back, did not inform them about important information, such as school activities, doctor appointments, threatened to take children away from them, and formed unhealthy alliances with the children, such as having had their children spy and report back information to the alienating parent, or sending cell phones with children to call the alienating parent from the target parent's home. Some children were not even allowed to bring personal items, such as sports equipment and toys, back home from the alienating parent's home. In sum, this survey of parents identified a large number of abusive tactics that were not always readily visible to children, yet inflicted damage to the parental relationship nonetheless. Ultimately, the researchers drew a grim conclusion from the study. Many of the strategies described involved active participation of the children, which resulted in the child colluding in the betrayal and rejection of the alienated parent. The result, the child feels guilt and shame about having done these activities, 
In order to cope with this betrayal, kids justify their actions by actually believing the targeted parent is evil, unreliable, does not care about them, is dangerous, and so on. With endless ways to combine alienation strategies, alienated parents have little recourse to defend themselves and repair their relationship with their children. For example, if the parent tells a child that a lie said about them by the alienating parent is untrue, then it appears to the child that the parent is calling the alienator a liar. It is a lose-lose situation for the targeted parent. There have been calls for intervention and counseling programs to help families that have been affected by parental alienation. And there remains a great need to further understand how alienation affects the psychological health of the parents themselves. In addition, court and family systems need better methods of identifying and intervening when alienation is occurring. Many times, courts need to determine whether an accusation of abuse, such as domestic, physical, sexual, and so on, by one parent is true or false. If false, then the accusation is a sign there is active parental alienation, which is recognized by the American Psychiatric Association as another form of child abuse. Finally, little is known about how alienated parents cope with the damage inflicted on their relationships with their children. Some may retaliate, while others may pull away and become less involved with their children because the situation is too painful. How alienated parents cope can then be used against them by the other parents. For instance, your mom or dad doesn't care about you because they did not come to your school concert. My colleague Dr. Zainet Bernjan and I have launched a new study about this topic, and we are currently recruiting parents who have been the target of parental alienation. While we hope to further document specific alienating behaviors, we also hope to better understand how parents cope with the alienation, how it has impacted the parenting relationship from their perspective, and how others have responded to the problem, such as the legal system. You just listened to the post titled, Parental Alienation and the Fight for Children's Hearts and Minds, by Dr. Jennifer Harmon with Loves.com. Ooh, talk about a complex topic. And one that breaks my heart to think that, one, a parent would actually take advantage of their children and try to turn them against their other parent. And two, the targeted parent has to cope with the consequences of essentially being looked at as a villain. And unfortunately, it seems to occur way more than most of us may realize. So I pray that this is not the case for you. And if for some reason you'd like to go more in depth on this topic, feel free to join our Facebook community and start the conversation. Simply search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook to find us. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Have a phenomenal weekend, and hopefully I'll see you again next week with some more new content, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more, from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.